Hi, and welcome to Moral High Ground, where I talk about what's morally right to you. Today I'm saying, is Armageddon upon us, or is it already here? This is a subject a lot of people might just be like, hell yeah, Armageddon's upon us, we're we're here right now, We're, we're doomed, you know. At least I'm pretty positive that's what the majority would say. And for the rest of us, they're going to say, oh, no, this is how it is. This is how it always is. But if you got a good sense of mind and some kind of honor, some kind of good-hearted nature that's instinctively inherited, you should already be able to see all the hellfire upon us. It's been going on for about, what's this? Or 2022, so like, you know, three years now. Even before that, you know. But I'm saying right now, we're at the peak at it. The peak of our demise as a culture. Why do I say that? Because things are just downright exhausting, frustrating, aggravating, completely irritating. And ultimately annoying. And it just bothers the hell out of me. I know it bothers the hell out of everybody else. A legal system that tries to corrupt a hard working person that doesn't do something compared to someone that runs around, you know, trying to cause chaos. But a person that does what they're trying to do, trying to live a good life, an honest life. And then your own lawyers, you have to get you gotta pay them enough money to get you to do what the, what they want to do. Other than that, they're trying to get you in prison. They're trying to make deals, and it doesn't make sense. They're supposed to be judgment. Judgment is handed to us by God. Why is the judgment these people put upon us hurting their own citizens instead of lifting them up? Now, I know there's people out there who don't believe that there people that go to jail isn't innocent. But God dog it, there's tons of innocent people. Tons. Because they didn't have enough funds to pay for their attorney. And how can you? They pay you dollars an hour or, you know, $10 an hour. They don't pay you freaking $50 an hour. They don't pay you $100 an hour. Damn sure don't pay you enough what you're worth. All the effort you're putting in to, to working hard and freaking labor jobs, all the crap you put up with customers that come up and they're rude and stuff. And really, you know, it's vice versa with that situation because you got store people that come in and, and then they sitting there, you know, going off on a customer. You know, you're like, what the hell? Why is this person that works at a store going off on me? Or they're just rude and smart and stuff. You know, it doesn't make any sense that society has come to a point where no one wins. Who's winning? The elites, the rich, the celebrities, the musicians. Why are they reading? Because the other half of the population wants to escape through their mind somewhere to get away from it. You want to escape from your mind into a different reality. Imagine how amazing that would be to go to a different reality 
where you see multiple things happening. You see valleys, whatever it is you want to see as land. You got tons of things, animals, plants, all these things you've never seen before. Where you're looking around and you're amazed of all the things in this totally different reality. And then you sit there and you notice that might be people of that land. Or are those people that you mentally created yourself? Uh, where do they come from? Are they real? Do they have souls? And then on top of that, you just start to see things in a whole different way. Things you like appear. Like your favorite food, you know, whatever your favorite thing is, you got a endless supply of it, you know, whatever your favorite, you know, sports or whatever the fuck is, it's all out there, it's all out there in this other reality, and you're sitting there and you're trying to take it all in, you know, it's like, it's amazing, it's awesome. It's adventurous, you know, it's exciting, it's overwhelming, and this is all a reality you created. But just to think of how so many people have their own individual reality they create in their minds, through society, and then think about heaven being a whole nother reality, you know, as well as a demonic place. But these are, you know, I'm just saying, if you can imagine your own world, imagine what does heaven look like? What does hell look like? You know, would chaos, would your heaven be just like this? Or would it be your hell? And ultimately, what type of world would it be another one with different type of beings? Would it be beings like humans? Or, you know, what is it? Plain and simple, I think I'm saying is it takes a person that's been under pressure, beat down, shoved down, pushed aside, ignored, treated like an outcast, treated like pawn stone, running around, getting bullied by all kinds of people you wouldn't assume would bully somebody. People that take a joy out of trying to stop someone from succeeding something based off of looks, jealousy, how they talk, how their personality is, how they socialize with women, or in females' cases, how they socialize with men. Think about them getting beat down to the ground and realize to escape to another reality sounds like bliss, heaven, nirvana. And then think about being able to escape to that constantly. You know, some people do it through drugs. Some people do it through alcohol. Some people do it through pot. A lot of people nowadays. And a lot of people escape through video games. You know, they automatically ask for, in some cases, 
video games are for those that can't use their mind to make this nirvana, this alternate reality. You know, because they already got a character there for you. And you become that character and you play that role. And it relieves your stress. So much dopamine levels going off in your brain to where you're like, hey, I like this. I'm going to, you know, play this out. We'll see what happens. And you relieve the anger because you get to attack things. You'll be able to walk about and and adventure a place you've never seen before. You just see structures, images, vehicles, all kinds of things in this reality. And you're able to accomplish goals while you do it. That's why people accept the video games. Besides that, and I hope that one day you can either make your own or be one. But on top of that, it's like, hey, some people escape through sex. Some people escape through all these things and get to this other reality. But is any of these realities good? And how many of them are twisted? Me personally, I'm able to escape to these different realities through video games sometimes, but most of the time, through my own mind. I got a gift I developed for decades. And people notice it, but they like, oh, something's wrong, he's spaced out. No, I'm spaced out. I went to that other reality. Because this stuff's boring. You could be talking to me, and then after a while, I just might, you might think I'm shutting down or mad or whatever, you know. But really, I'm the next step to a whole different reality or a different thought. Because I get bored easily. And by saying that, imagine how many people in society are bored, tired of paying bills that makes it hard to pay rent, tired of sitting there trying to work with people who are difficult, socially challenged, you know, tired of trying to work with a medical system that tells them one thing and then it turns out it's another. Tired of trying to work a job that people look down on you or push you down or or boss you around or just be assholes or try to make you feel uncomfortable through the day. Think about waiting in lines like the DMV or the supermarket and all these stupid places like welfare offices you're waiting in all these damn lines. When they can make it convenient, COVID made it made made them make it convenient by using the damn zooms and all that shit. But just think of all this stuff going on. And then on top of that, what makes it? And just imagine this whole time, race is not an issue. You're just worried about trying to survive. You're trying to survive by trying to, you know, pay your bill, dry. You gotta pay your insurance, dry your car, put gas in your car. You're trying to do all this stuff. And on top of that, you say, okay, I'm going to do a hobby to try to get my mind off of it. Can't do that. Can't find time because you got friends, family, petty little annoyances. And they all come to you to take you into a reality that society created. You understand what I'm saying? A reality that society created. Not a reality that you actually created. Not a video game someone created that people love and play. Not a form of music that keeps people in mind saying, hey, this is cool. But a reality society created. 
a reality society created that is just deteriorating the human race. Literally destroying it and tearing it apart cell by cell. And we're letting it happen. We're making it even more worse by adding more fuel to the fire. We got people that's fed up, but they don't understand what they're fed up about. They'll join a group and, and claim they know everything about whatever they're yelling about, and they don't, still don't know what the hell they're talking about. And they look crazy, and they make YouTube videos about SJWs. And they do the same thing with the, the woke and all this other crap. It's ridiculous. Yeah, okay. There should be a thing when it comes to films and all that where there's all kinds of cultures, there's all kinds of women, lovely, sexy women with magical uh, bosoms and things, okay? But my point is this, and all types of flavors too, there's got to be all types of flavors of women and they're magically delicious and I'm all over that. But my point is this, <laughs> I get off track, but my point is this, we can't have that The when people are trying to poke and prattle the same damn cow, okay? If you've got a freaking movie that's been known, well known, there's no need to try to add new colors to the painting. You know, just go on and create something new. One of the things that I liked was Heroes when it was on because it had multicultural stuff going on. It had different races. Even though the black guy died off early, you know, there was other characters later on that were black or Haitian and whatnot. But it had everybody in the world speaking their language, fighting evil or whatever it is. They're, you know, everyone's got some petty rivalry going on. But it was still interesting. And it was fresh. The reason why animes are so popular is because they're fresh. They got great stories. They're all original. They're not copying anything else. Even though they copy some of their, uh, like Dragon's Ball, been copied in so many ways. Bleach, Naruto, and all this other stuff. They're all copied a certain way. But the thing about it is, is they still make it unique to where it doesn't copy the exact same things that's going on. Like, they don't have Dragon Ball powers and everything. They don't have, you know, the ninja stuff and everything. It's just everything's different. But it's fresh and new stories, so people like it. America got so... I'll tell you what happened. American writers got so lazy. They're not creative no more because they don't know how to escape this reality. They keep their mind focused on the reality society created, not the realities of their own mind. To be able to write and create a universe or a story, you have to be able to escape to this universe, believe it or not. Right now, everybody in America could be a writer. Anybody. And that's the beautiful thing about our 21st century. But people aren't using these assets to their will. They're doing crap that fit in to be accepted and all this stuff that makes no sense or copy a pattern people are doing. They're not sitting back saying, hey, wouldn't it be cool if I created this world? I should write this down. Or maybe I should make this. 
So I have props and mad respect for those that actually do make unique individual ideas. Because this is the future of entrepreneurship as well as inspiring people. Now, I'm just talking here because you're saying like, this is supposed to be about Armageddon. Well, understand this. All roads lead to Rome. They also said the same thing about Greece. You know, all roads lead to Greece. Hey, they may even said it about Egypt because everything went through Egypt. But the whole thing about it is when it comes to America, and I hope you guys are really listening to me when I say this, when it comes to America, all roads lead to hell. And the American system, the American way, which is lost, is all constructed to serve a demonic nature, not a nature of goodwill towards men, not a good nature of honoring thy mother and father, nothing pure, nothing holy, nothing sacred. That's what society we live in now. We don't live in a society where one nation's under God. People worship many gods in America. We got the right to worship any god we want. So which god are we underneath? Because for what I'm looking, it's not the, you know, the holy mighty. It's something totally different. It's chaotic. It's destructive. It's flawed, like many other things in society. You know, one thing I do know, God says not to pass judgment, but to have mercy. And there's a lot of things in society that doesn't have mercy on a regular citizen, a citizen that's trying to survive and fight for what's theirs and take care of what they believe in and love. Our society takes that from us, strips it from us, enforces his wills upon us, and tells us this is the way it's going to be. But they want us to accept things that don't make sense. You want us to accept change in things that should not be changed. I'm sorry. I'm not going to, you know, by me even saying that, you should be able to understand where I'm coming from. You know, you should not be able to make people accept change with something that should not be changed. And it's real. I'm not going to accept that. You're not going to tell me I can't say what I want. You're not going to tell me to do what you want. Because I don't follow no man on this toilet earth. I don't listen to what other people try to tell me to do. Because I'm going to do what the hell I want to do. Okay? Man, it's the honest of God truth, you know? I mean, you guys want to put limitations on something that might be good for everybody, a beneficial connection to humanity? You want us to stop believing what's right? 
working for what we care for and what we try. I mean, and you give free money to people who like sitting on their ass, who don't do anything. This is a society, so kids can just walk in the street with a neighborhood that used to be normal that's now filled with homeless people doing drugs, and then their kid gets addicted to it. Why? Because they got some freaking dark stuff going on in their family, and yet society can't fix that. It's all right to live with the homeless in the city. Let me tell you something, and I hope you listen, and I hope this podcast goes viral for all I care, because I'm trying to make a point. And you might think, okay, this is getting out there. But here's my point. Back in the old days, y'all. And when I say old days, talking about medieval times. Even before that, the time of Jesus. Before Jesus was born in Egypt and all that. Whenever there's a king, a czar, a pharaoh, an emperor, there is always something you can tell when the kingdom is corrupt, destroyed, butylizing things that shouldn't be butylized, and ultimately is oppressing the people. The way you know this is the people start to suffer and the rich stay rich, happy, and they do all this little happy crap like go play golf and stuff. I had this tape long ago about Hitler and World War Two, and uh, and he showed Hitler in his yard why he was like hanging with his daughter or somebody's kid. I don't know. And it's in black and white. And I don't know if I still have it. Some VHS. It's in my storage. But anyway, so. Anyway, in the tape, what tripped me out about it was they showed what the Nazis was doing at the same time Hitler was filming this crap. They were, like, baptizing babies on this table in church with not to Christ, but to Hitler himself, all at one time. And then they were going off and they were blowing up some village or whatever, and it was like, what the fuck? You know, troops marching in. It was, this is in black and white video. I, I don't remember what the hell it's called. But the thing that puzzled the hell out of me was, why the hell is Hitler kicking it in his yard? Why are people destroying shit, baptizing babies to some shit that ain't right? And, you know, torturing the hell out of people. And so, what I realized was that that sort of evil comes from somebody who's got power, who shouldn't have it. And the thing I'm trying to say is, even hear about it in <coughs> stories, you know, you get stories like, I don't know, think about Aladdin, they're oppressing them in Aladdin. Think about like, <coughs> what the hell am I getting all these messages for? <coughs> anyway, so, it's like King Arthur and stuff, they're doing things to try to fight you know, Mordred Lefay, or, uh, wait, no, never mind, King Arthur's a bad scenario, Robin Hood. Robin Hood went against Prince John. Why'd he go against Prince John? Because Prince John was oppressing the people, making them pay way too many taxes, 
Okay, make it to where they're starving. He's sitting there, and he's got all this gold, and he's got his dude, the sheriff of Nottingham, going out, taking money from people. The only ones that are profiting is them, while the rest of the whole kingdom is suffering. Okay, it took one man to stand up, say enough people to unite him, to get him to fight against this king, this false king, okay? Because King Richard was off in the Crusades. And here you got this dude, Prince John, some relative of King Richard, who decides he's just going to tax the people. That's like a family member you have come over to your house, and then they decide they're going to disrespect your house because, hey, I'm your relative. You know, they bring their whores in, they do their thing, ripping things apart, or... You know, something comes up missing. All this. Well, it's okay. I'm your cousin. <laughs> I'm your cousin. I'm your brother. I'm whatever the hell. And then, ultimately, you got to fight to get the, your shit back and get them out of the place. You know? You got to get them out of there because it's wrong to do somebody like that. To do any person like that. This is what happened in, in the whole story of Robin Hood. Robin Hood got people together. They were tired, beaten down, being oppressed. And they fought to get their kingdom back. And after they won, King Richard came. The thing is like this. America is in the same thing now. Even though that story goes back hundreds of years ago. America is oppressing the people so much that good people end up on the street and you can't tell the difference between a regular person and a homeless person or a drug addict because they're so damn we're so damn poor we had to wear the same damn clothes. <laughs> we can't afford to buy new clothes. Okay. I'm saying it's like how do these people year after year or every four years, whatever, even voting season come, how can you sit there? And vote for people who has more money than you, who truly doesn't really care about trying to fight a cause for you, is just pushing them more of their agendas to confuse society, to keep us separated, to tear things apart. Look at all the hell you guys made during COVID, just for being locked up in your spot. Me, I'm used to isolation and being alone, so COVID was like a breeze for me, but... <laughs> Everybody else it went nuts. You're going to go terrorize the city doing all this crap. Here's one for you. How come, if Black Lives Matter is so for black lives, how come when this guy did this mass shooting in this place called Topps Market, okay, and killed 10 people or 20 people, I think it's 10, 20, something like that, when he killed all those people, where was Black Lives Matter? There's been so much stuff going on with black people after COVID. And Black Lives Matter is still talking about they, they got a cause. So how come they didn't help that situation, the victims of that shooter? How come they didn't protest this? It's because it was all a way for somebody, these groups that created it, to get more money. Here in Portland, it was a joke. They're talking about Black Lives Matter, putting it all over that place, like Portland really for black people. In the meantime, while that was going on, they go destroy 
you know, this one group of call themselves Black Lives Matter, they go destroy Burger King where all black people and Mexicans worked. That sound like they were before Black Lives Matter. You're saying, why would they do that? Because they're all white. Most of the people running around was white. Causing chaos. And you go down to the stupid place, which is actually, I don't know how far from where I stand. And, uh, and but it's not that far because I'm downtown. But uh, they're fighting. And uh, we're sitting there, me and this girl, saying, Black Lives Matter and all that crap. And instead of sitting there going, oh, you know, with the, with the feeling like saying, oh, they're fighting for black lives. No, we're like, oh, shit. You know, my girl, who I was with at the time, was like, oh, my God, they're going to come for you. <laughs> it's, a, that's, it's like getting lynched in, a, in reverse. And it made no sense. But <laughs> the point is, like, it's crazy. They were doing this to try to prove Portland special. As long as I've been here, every time there's a protest in Portland, it's not really about Portland. How the hell are they protesting a guy that got killed way on the East Coast? And then the main people that's calling themselves protesters are all white. But yet there's white people in the city that do racist stuff to black people all day. My cousin opened a restaurant in the whitest neighborhood in Portland. And yet, if Black Lives Matter, he should have been able to run that business smoothly. I sat there, the woman came in and says, this is an authentic African place. All kinds of crap. And the cool part about it is there's gangster rap music on it. Well, it was rap music playing on the TV. There's black show. No, well, no, was it the TV? Anyway, there's black everything. Everything American black. And this woman talk, and it nothing looks like no African anything. And she's just like, oh, this is authentic African place. I want some authentic African food. And she's talking exactly like this. It's just, it's just like one of those Karens, y'all call it. That's what it is. And they're like, what the hell? And I'm sitting out there one day, I ate, smoke a cigarette. Are you eating here? Yeah, yeah I'm eating here. What? You know, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, he's got, I know this is way off topic. And maybe it ain't. My point is, is that society is failing us. You know what I'm saying? It's the same thing with the criminal system. You say that the criminals are, are you know, prison's the place where you put your criminals, the, the people who failed in society. But society itself is failing us, all of us. They're failing all of us in so many different ways. You got businesses making billions of dollars can easily pay you a $50 an hour wage. Not just you, but everybody in the damn facility, whatever it is you work in, if it's an office, that's they can pay you. If you're working in a factory job, they can pay you. If you're working in a phone company, they should be able to pay you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, 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 that's why, I mean, you hear the laughter in my voice when I said, they should be able to pay you. It's a phone company. Who in this planet don't have a cell phone right now? Well, in America. So it's like, and even if they don't, they got somebody that do, or they get in with Obama phones or whatever the hell. But those phone companies are making billions of dollars. With streaming services, billions of dollars. Everybody got a streaming service nowadays. It's better than having cable. You can watch kung fu movies and whatever the hell, that's why I'm going to watch that. But... <laughs>
I'm just saying, what in the hell is the point of trying to pretend like society's working for us? You got the IRS taking more money than they deserve. I mean, more money. Literally, think about it. I had a, I could work for Amazon, and it was like six months, and they tried to say I owed the money from getting the damn uh, COVID situation. It's stupid. IRS tried to tell me this that I owed them sixteen thousand dollars. I was like, "What the fuck? How am I gonna make that? I could barely keep a job after I lost three jobs because of COVID." And I work at Amazon. You know, they get the little tax thing at the end of the tax season. And I get the thing, and it says, oh, I done worked over $17,000 worth of money in tax going to them. Okay? <laughs> going to them. And it's like, I did it somehow. Even though I had a job before Amazon that was, like, bogus. But my point is, I made $17,000. COVID was not my fault. You had some stupid-ass system with the unemployment office where you want to give people money, don't want to regulate how you're giving people the money, because I know someone that got $10,000, ain't never worked a damn day in their life. But a person that worked their ass off, you want to say, oh, you owe us this money because you weren't supposed to be working because you got this and that injured or some bullshit and wasn't injured before COVID, so what does it matter? You still owe me that damn money. It makes no sense. And then when they put you in a courtroom and they say, oh, you don't got a lawyer? Oh, this is how they're going to try to railroad you with a bunch of bullshit and make you the enemy. I had three jobs before COVID, you guys. I was about to make about seven, six, seven thousand $7,000 between the three jobs. And I was happy. I was like a pig and shit. I worked to a Tool concert. And as soon as the Tool concert's over, oh, COVID hit. <laughs> I said, what the fuck is COVID? They said, COVID-19, you ain't ever heard of it? I said, no, what is that? I thought they were talking about a video game. They talking about this stupid-ass disease. And I said, huh? I said, okay, well, at least I still work at Fogel D. Child. I go there next day, next morning. I said, oh, got this job, I'm all happy. And then he said, oh, I said, what's going on? I said, because shit started being weird. And uh, he said, oh, we waiting to... We wait until 2 o'clock. I said, 2 o'clock for what? Oh, we're waiting to find out if the governor's going to close the state down for COVID-19. I said, what? <laughs> I said, Not again, right? He was like, I was like, no, I'm losing this job. And I said, okay. And I, freaking 2 o'clock hit. After 2, okay, we're shutting down. We're no more. I said, damn it. I'm like, what am I going to do? <laughs> like, everything's messed up. I was like, yo, it was fucked up. And so I ended up, and I lost the other job. I took out text on and then, nope, no more work. And I'm sitting there, okay, I had to figure out how to get the unemployment, got the unemployment, and yet you're paying me, and then all of a sudden turn around. You know, I ended up getting injured, but I'm already had COVID. I mean, uh, not, I didn't have COVID. I mean, it was COVID-19, and no one was working. And they're telling me, oh, you were committing fraud because you got injured and you couldn't work. Nobody could work. It was COVID-19. They locked it all over down. But now I got to pay you the money back that you've given to me? That's crazy, man. That makes no sense.
It's like when they say we got to borrow money from ourselves and you got all the damn money. How can you borrow money from yourself? It makes no sense. That's like I get a paycheck and I say, okay, I don't take this $50 and go buy some beer and, and fucking cigarettes and stuff. And then I'll get it back next week. I'll have to borrow it and pay myself back next week. No, you lost that damn $50 on beer, cigarettes and shit. Okay. And like, <laughs> it makes no sense. And hopefully if you listen to this, you don't, you understand what I'm talking about. Because it makes no sense. It's time to stand up and fight for what's ours. It's time to realize that Armageddon is upon us because they put concepts out there that makes no sense. And continue to put worse ones out there to destroy our children, to destroy society from within the heart of society. Your children, your loved ones, corrupting them with stupid stuff like TikTok, making them dress like weirdos and Tinkerbell fairies and and Bozo the Clowns and stuff. They're making it look like you talking to freaking Ronald McDonald with boobies. It makes no sense, okay? And they make you dress up like, like you're a freaking lizard with tattoos and stuff. It makes no sense, okay? It's time to realize America failed us all a while ago. And they invite Armageddon upon us because the wealthy, the elite, they bought up all the land while we were sitting there trying to survive. They got all the underground bunkers. And we're living in cities and things. We're just people on top of people, annoying each other, destroying each other, fighting over the most ridiculous and petty stuff. And yet, they sitting back on a yacht somewhere while we're fighting a war that's socially constructed by them. It's time to drop these petty differences and unite and understand a true person with a God don't back down. They stand for what they believe in. They say no when people tell us. They get on this jury and they try to say, swear you know, to say some crap that ain't right. No. You don't have to fall. You don't have to believe in anything. And you got that right. You know, just time to realize we can change this world. But first, it's time to change it for the right cause. When the people attacked the capital of the United States on the day Trump did his speech, January 6th or 16th, one of the two, that whole day, was a trip because of this. They did it wrong. They did it wrong. They went in there like a bunch of jackasses. And I'm not trying to say, I'm not promoting doing this stuff, okay? I'm going to let that be clear, but I'm just saying, I read Sun Tzu. I understand war strategies. And I could probably beat most of your butts in, in some of these military games like Call of Duty, because Call of Duty really kind of sucks. Sorry, come tack my on any email. I don't care. But... My point is, and freaking Halo sucks. I can't believe they made a show of Halo. I can't stand it. It's so stupid. But the thing I'm saying is, in a war strategy scenario, okay, a simple war scenario, if you're sitting there and you say, I'm going to attack 
the capital. And I don't care if it was the United States or some place in another country, China or whatever, Persia. I don't care. But, yeah, I don't even know if Persia exists anymore. But anyway, you sit there and go, okay, I'm going to attack them. Or I'm going to go in there. Now, they say it's an attack, but I don't. They say it's an attack on the capitals and the, and stuff. What it was was uh, we're, we're pissed off. We're going in here. And we're going to show you we're mad. But at the same time, let's just run through this place and cause hell. If they really was going to do something, they would have went further and not been able to get vanquished out of the place. They would have been able to hold their ground in that place. Was it racially motivated? Maybe so. Maybe not. Who knows? I'm not sure. All I know is some things are put out there for us to see to make us believe things that shouldn't be real. It's not a part of my reality. It must be part of the one they created. Society, you know? That place, those people. And so, I'm saying, the stuff happened before, what is it, the war in 1812? They attacked the thing, and Madison saved the George Washington's painting. His wife did, or whatever. And I mean, it could be done easily, but the problem is, who's going to replace the leaders we got? Right now, no one's stepping up to the plate. I would gladly take any role as a regular citizen of America that people may know. A lot of people do know me, okay? But no, they're going to try to bring up my past, my criminal record that they created to make me look more evil than what I am. You meet me, I'm one of the coolest dudes. As soon as some crap I don't like, I'm gone. Because I'm not going to sit around and be a part of your bullshit. <laughs> it get me in trouble for no reason. No. Not this guy. You know, I just like to be relaxed. I want what every man wants. Comfortability and relaxation. But I want it more than the next man. Because it's hell out there. It's hell and now, because of all the new concepts and the change of thought in society, the shift in society, I should say, they made it to where it's chaos. Chaos on a level that forms a form of Armageddon that's beyond us. People trying to come to this country, and we can't even form a great country anymore. A good country, uh, a nation under God. We can't because people are so far from God. It's crazy. And it makes no sense. They'll talk about their Christians and their gods, and yet they do evil things all day long. It's not right. Things shouldn't be so complicated. It is because money is involved and power. And people feeling like they're not in control of their lives. Or we wouldn't have these people over us telling us what to do. You got to take control of your life and make your own reality. And make it a good one. But not one of wickedness and corruption. In the heart of it all, you want to be good. We all want to be good. 
We want to be happy. There is no one that should never want not to be happy. The only way we can be happy is to escape to these realities. But it's time for everyone to wake up to reality and realize Armageddon's already here and we're living in it. So the best I can say is pick a side, whichever side you nurture the most, nurture the most. That's what you become. You want to nurture your wicked side, so be it. If you're going to worship your good side, so be it. But whatever you do, do it for the right reasons. But realize, I'm getting this here, and you're being judged. And ultimately, the true judge will win in the end. This is Shelby Lee Kyles with Moral High Ground. Hope you all think about what I said and take it to heart. If it means something to you, anything I said, let them hear this one, this podcast. And maybe we'll start to share a form of faith that can connect us all to repel the Armageddon society and the government has put upon us. Peace be with you and blessings upon you always. Shall be out.